Welcome to the National League South podcast here on Three Valleys Community Radio. I hope you're all well. I hope you've had a good week. Well, we've had two matches in the last few days, haven't we? Uh, Saturday and Tuesday. Some fans will have uh, more than one victory to think about. And uh, some may be still thinking about where their first win of the season will come from. Well, a team that weren't expected to lose on Tuesday night were given quite a... a good seeing to you by Western Supermare. We're here from Bath City's Jerry Gill shortly after his side were beaten 6-2 by Western Supermare. Uh, well, first up, let's just go through the results of Tuesday night then. As I said, Bath City 2, Western Supermare 6. Braintree 1, Maidstone United 2, Dartford 1, Hampton and Richmond 1, Farnborough 2, Hemel Hempstead 1. We'll be there at Hemel Hempstead shortly. Sloughtown 1, Worthing 4, Tunbridge Angels 1, Dover 0, Torquay United 2, Chippenham Town 1, Welling 1, Chelmsford City 2, Weymouth 1, Taunton Town 1, and Yeovil Town 2, Truro City 1. And we'll start with that last one, Yeovil Town coming from a goal behind, getting two late goals to beat Truro City, as their fitness seemed to tell. Here's what Mark Cooper had to say after the final whistle. Well, Mark, it probably wasn't the prettiest win you'll see um, at Hewish Park, but uh, three points is the important thing. I mean, what are your thoughts of the night minutes, sir? Um, we didn't fire as an attacking force tonight. Um, I thought we were OK from the edge of our box to the last third of the pitch, but like I say, we didn't, as a group, we didn't fire tonight. Um, when that happens, you can't give the opposition something to hold on to, which we did. And then we had to dig really deep. And I think the players have shown that we can't question their commitment. Uh, go right to the end. And um, that's worth 10 points for me, not three. I said that to the players at the end. That, that win feels like we got 10 points. Yeah, I mean, Truro came out quite quickly to start with. The first half, they were very energetic at the front and sort of sat quite deep defensively but going like forward they were very quick and very sharp I mean were you expecting that from them? Yes yeah but, but if you if you play with the ball a lot and you turn the ball over in good areas that's when they counter-attack so we turned the ball over too much in good areas which led to some big counter-attacks and um, listen we're not perfect we've got loads to get better at we know that we've got a lot of new players um Rome wasn't built in a day, but if you can win games while you're trying to build it, that's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, you had a lot of possession on the ball throughout the first half. Was that sort of to slow it down, to sort of try and gain some sort of some sort of grasp of the game? No, the more you move the ball, the tighter the opposition became, and I think that the more possession towards the end showed that we tired Truro out. You could see them; they'd there were some of them on their knees, and that's. That's the plan. I'm not going to kick the ball from our goal to their goal and hope that we get a chance. I want to dominate the football because we're the Oval Town and we need to have an identity at this level. And that is going to be, we're going to try and dominate the opposition. And it, it will lead to, in my opinion, a lot of late wins. Yeah, I mean, at, at half-time you made the change of bringing Zach Bell on. Uh, what's the thoughts behind that change being made at that time? Morgan Williams had a dead leg and was injured. Couldn't, um, couldn't continue. Okay. Any sort of signs from sort of post-match? No, he's, he's sore at the minute, but we'll see how. Hopefully, he'd, um, he will get some treatment over the next couple of days, and he will be available for Saturday. 
Montrero took the lead. I mean, a similar goal to Saturday almost, where they broke, broke through over the top and a good finish from them. Um, what are your thoughts on the goal itself? Poor goal from our point of view. We got caught 1v1 at the back. Positionally, we were wrong. And um, I need to. Look, I haven't seen it back yet. I need to. I need to look at. Yeah, of course. And then a couple more inspired changes with Jordan Young and Ollie Thomas coming on. Both played very well when they came onto the pitch. I mean, were you were you trying to get a sort of a different angle from the uh, the front attack? Yeah, I was just trying to change it to try and get a bit of. Um, yeah, just to change the forward play, and uh, we've got a good bench: Jordan Young, Zach Bells, Jamie Sanders White, Josh Hours. Um, Sonny Blue Everton, Ollie Thomas, Dorsey, is it ill? Um, have I forgot anyone? Zach Bell, who's sub. Yeah, so we've got a good, we've got a good group, and and that tonight has shown that if people are not quite at it, then we can change it and and freshen it up, which which we did. No, of course. I mean, you, you mentioned it. You know, you weren't at your best, but you're getting those three points. I mean, how how crucial are those? Where you're not you're not getting you're not playing your best, but you're getting those three points. Yeah, I thought we were controlled for a lot of the game. We didn't have people to see that. We didn't have that threat. Didn't really threaten their goal enough. And um, but, like I said, we got three points at the end. We found we found a way, and that's that's a real good quality for a football team is to to be able to find a way to win games when it looks like everything's lost. Ollie Thomas coming on, we mentioned him. He sort of brought that new energy to the attack for the last few minutes and managed to get himself a goal and looked very lively and almost had another. I mean, you must be impressed with how he sort of affected the game. Yeah, he worked hard Saturday. Um, he's a young lad. He um, he's quick, powerful, and he can score goals like you saw at Tottenham, like you saw tonight. Um, it looked as though we were going to get countered. It was a good interception, a great through ball, and it was a great finish. And then up pops Jake Wano. I mean, he had quite a strong game at the back this evening, despite all the pressure that was coming at them. Um, and he pops up at the back post and gets you the win. I mean, you must be pleased with it. Uh, Jake, obviously, goals coming from all over the place. Yeah, we've not had a centre half score for ages, I don't think. Um, and it was, it was a, I don't know, it was a long way from here, so it was, it was difficult to see what actually happened, but. It, it looked like it was a great header from the angle he was at, and it was so pleasing for it to go in, and the scenes at the end are, are unbelievable. And I mean, a great feeling to have the fans go home yet again with another result um, going into Saturday. I mean, any words on them, their supporters tonight? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that over the last sort of three, four years, we've the club has lost the trust of the fans, and it's not going to come back overnight. Certainly, um, with the team, we have to earn that trust, and it might take us. Um, it might take us 10 games for us to earn that trust of the fans and, and that we know what we're doing uh, listen it's alright I know we're playing a lot of passes um, but I think they can see that we're capable of, of going to the end and winning, winning late on and like I say we need to earn the trust again Cheers. pleasure well, Jerry Gill's Bath City they were on the end of a 6-2 defeat to local rivals Western Supermare. Jerry Gill said that uh, to begin with the first 15 minutes his side were in the ascendancy but as soon as the goal went in for Western his side capitulated. Jerry obviously a, a very difficult evening for you and your team how can you assess this evening's result? 
difficult because it's something that we didn't expect, obviously. I mean, off the back of what I said was probably our best team performance on Saturday all round. It just wasn't the goals. It wasn't wasn't the individual ability. It was a team effort, and I felt as if we were we were excellent Saturday. And ironically, we started the game on the front foot for 15 minutes. It, we were in the ascendancy. It looked like a matter of time, really. There was a lot of half chances. Should have scored if hit the bar. Um, and then when the goal goes in, we fold. And that's that's a difficult one. That's a difficult one because there's no reasoning behind it. We're trying to think about it now straight after the game, but your, your mind's clouded by it, really, because it's a, it's a combination of two things. We were extremely poor tonight, but Western were extremely good, I thought. So you have to give some credit to the opposition. I thought they were excellent. But the things that they threw at us, we spoke about a lot. We knew, i.e. the first goal, we knew that Humphreys would get on the ball and hit big diagonals into our right-back area. We got it wrong with our positional sense. We knew we knew that our players were rolling off the side and um, we didn't deal with it enough. We didn't deal with it well enough. They defended their 18-yard box better than us. Um, we didn't defend the 18-yard box cut open way too easily. And we didn't double up, we didn't communicate. So however good the younger boys were in wide areas for a Saturday, I'm not blaming them by no means. We have two full-backs behind who've got lots of experience. We should be tucking them in. We should be talking about their body shape, being hard to beat. But that's right through the board. I'm just using that as an example. Um, and obviously we make a lot of mistakes in the game as well. So got to take it on the chin. Um, and then we have to come up with a game plan for Thursday and training first. What do we do? Do we show it back? Do we draw a line under it? Um, and that's something we'll have to wear over the next couple of days. It surprised you, you you said rightly the first 15 minutes belonged to us really. Western got a well-worked goal to take the lead and really the confidence went through them and it didn't for us when recently, we or last season, we've come back from games so often. We even spoke about it at half-time at 2-0. We spoke about, look, we've done this before. We did it against Dartford away from home um, and I really didn't expect what, what, what was dished up and... We can, we can talk about tactics and shapes and systems and we've tried to play around with it and trying to put a bit more pressure on their back four to stop them building the rhythm, but we didn't we didn't defend well enough in 1v1s. We, we didn't cover enough. We didn't create enough 2v1s in our favour defensively um, and they, they pulled us about all over the place. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a... It's not a nice feeling because I haven't been on the end of one of these and um, what, what we need to do is is really analyse it and decide whether we want to show the players it. That's, that's the biggest thing. What we don't want to do is completely destroy them mentally because that's going to be the challenge now. Physically, it's physical stuff. You know, People recover, they have to recover, they have to eat right and rest and sleep. But it's the mental scoring off the back of this because I feel rocked from it and shocked. But the only thing we know is to get back on and go to work and try and prepare a team for Eastbourne because there always is a next game and there is another game. You know, we're, we're still... Um, we're still four points in in a season after three games and um, it's important we show right reaction on Saturday. Got worse, of course, in the second half. Ben Morgan hobbled off. He had a collision with Marlon Jackson. What's the latest with him? Yeah, he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. His ankle's blown up, so um, he rocked it, sort of stuck in the turf and went over. So that's, that's the first diagnosis tonight from Lee. He said that it's definitely going to be a couple of weeks. Um, so we just got to get on with that. Um, but yeah, m- m- more importantly is... is is that team that team performance out there? We we never expected that as a group, and we felt like I say Saturday we felt wonderful after the game, during the game, really solid. Um, and coming into this, everyone was really confident. Um, but that's that shook us, and um, yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dig deep and find some solutions and answers to that somewhere. Um, 
and the only way you do it is going back to work, isn't it? You can't. What do you do? Do you go and sulk, or do you stick your chest out, put your shoulders back, and say, right, on to the next one? And if we can go and get a result down at Eastbourne, it'd be a good start, an okay start, and that's fine. Um, and what we've had to listen to tonight is people pay their money. There's 1,400 people in here tonight, and um, we haven't dished, enough, dished up a good enough display. Um, and that's fine if it's football, then that's fine. You, you've got every right to say what you want to say, but I will reiterate, if it's personal, it's a bit silly. You don't need to be doing that. Yeah, completely unnecessary. The, the players you've got right there, it's going to be the same personnel, of course, for Saturday against an Eastbourne side who can chop and change. I think they made six changes for the yeah. for the Monday game and at least got cover defensively with uh, Jack Button, but it's just a, a case of lifting the players. Yeah, we're okay. we're okay with the numbers, Mark. We're okay with the squad. There's no problem with that at all. Um, you saw tonight we had a full bench. We had to use it. Um, it's picking the right ones for Saturday. Yeah, like you say, there'll be a combination of which of the ones are struggling with confidence after one game um, and which are the ones we know are fresh to go into it and play whatever system we decide as I said you can talk systems to you blue in the face but you need better better aggression better recovery runs better blocks better doubling up better communication and all these things I'm talking about are pretty basic in the game of football but we didn't have that tonight at all um, so we need to pick a team that brings all that because without that you can't put in a team performance and that's why we left wanting tonight. We didn't. We didn't. And that's really, really... I know we've lost games before and you're going to lose games of football. But it's the manner of how you lose them. And tonight wasn't good enough. And um, what we'll ensure is we don't get that again. Because that, that can't happen. We can't, we can't concede goals that easily. And the boys know it. Listen, they're not, they're not bad characters. They're down there now and they're absolutely distraught of what they've thrown up for us. And um, we're all part of it. I'm the, I'm the front of it because I'm the manager. I picked the team. And I'll take all that. It's not a problem. As I said, on football stuff, that's not a problem whatsoever. Um, but my job now, alongside Jim, is to go and work out what went wrong, how we deliver it back to the players, and how we can come up with a game plan and a performance, more importantly. We just need a performance now down at Eastbourne. I know it's difficult doing these after games, so thank you very much for fronting up, and we'll see you down at Eastbourne. No, no problem. Cheers. Cheers. Well, uh, Hemel Hempstead are masters their own downfall as they went... Uh and lost 2-1 away at Farnborough. Here's Brad Quinton as we look at Hemel Hempstead's evening in, uh, where is Farnborough? Hampshire. Brad, uh, a tight affair there. It was, a, it was a game of many attacks, long balls from them, and we had to change, probably adapt our, to ourselves in the second half. What was your thoughts on the game overall? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I think the game was affected by um, the change in certain levels of how we're playing the football at this level now and we're still scratching our head I think as managers sometimes of what is going on out on the pitch but listen it was for both teams we we had to weather the storm at time and as you said and we was um we was caught a little bit flat-footed for the goal I think um but I think overall I think the boys it could have been a quite a high scoring game I think it could have been at times but um, disappointed to lose um, if you want my honest opinion really disappointed to uh, not keep the, the run going but I think as you said I think the boys had to adapt today of every throw in everything from the halfway line and corners but uh, look listen that's how they want to play and good luck to them for the season Did you find it difficult in the first half we, we, we like to get the ball down and play out and, and it just seemed as if every move that we, we had the ball was then coming straight back at us what did you say at half time to try and affect that? 
yeah, I think I was, I, you know, the boys, the boys let themselves down a little bit. For for some spells, they, you know, the, the longer passing and there were some gaps in us. Um, we've had the other team set up and it seemed to work, but we we came in at half time and we had a good team talk. We spoke about it at length. I, you know, I just got a great goal. That's what he can do. Um, some players needed that, you know, that little spark today. It was, I don't know, it was doubting themselves at times, but because of how they played. But um, I think, as you've seen, we came out firing second half. Um, we started really, really well. We was fast. We was more fluid with the ball. We was picking up a lot of second balls, and um, we looked like a better team in, in, in longer spells of the second half. But, listen, one lack of concentration has cost us for 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 them to get three points. The National League staff, it's, it's very difficult to string three consecutive wins together at any stage of the season, but certainly at the beginning. What's your message now going, going to be going forward to the players, to the fans, that you know this is just one game and it's, it's always going to be difficult Saturday, Tuesday, and we go again Saturday, I'm sure? Yeah, I think, you know, listen, the boys worked hard. They didn't give in. They kept fighting for one another. And obviously, young James has come in today and, and I thought he was superb. He was... He's going to be a good goalkeeper. Um, he was immense today, but I think overall, you know, six points in the first two games, uh, two away games now. Obviously, I, don't, I can't remember where it was. Where was it last 10, 15 minutes that they scored? And um, you know, it's a ball in behind and across that's, that's we've switched off and left on man. So I'm more disappointed in that. But I think overall, with the fans and everything, with how we're playing and how we're doing, a lot of teams are going to want to try and play a different way but they're not going to be able to live with us um, so I'm confident and I told the boys to get their heads up they you know yes we've lost but it didn't look like a, a, a game that we should have lost if you know what I mean and I told the boys so they're disappointed we work hard again on Thursday and we go again for Saturday and I think it's right to obviously point out that you've not necessarily had your full 11 that you'd want at in all the games so far and there's still plenty much more to come from this team and and perhaps anyone else you might be looking at going forward absolutely um we spoke about this at length you know it, it just seems like one thing happens next and we're dealing with it from every game that we've had we've had to deal with something that's propped up um but listen we won't we won't put any excuses on on any of that and the squad is about a squad system and the players need to step up and they've done that um Obviously, it's just frustrated um, for me personally. But as I said, once we've got everyone back, um, I'm sure we do uh, do wonders. And lastly, another player to get or to open his account, Wasage, as you referenced there. That's three goal scorers in three games. That's not necessarily something we saw last season where goals were shared around. So has that been your key message going forward in terms of getting goals from midfield? Yeah, I think you can see it with George Williams, Arge, Joe Ray, um, Alfie Finn coming on there at the end. He, you know, he's had a good effort as well. Tyrese looked good. First Tyrese's minutes. He looked dangerous. Really pleased with him. But as you said, you know, we look like we can chip in with some goals. Um, I think once these goals start coming and keep following, um, people are going to worry about us. Yes, I am looking for others. Um, and if, if the one comes that, that, that's right, it comes available then uh, we'll do what we can. Well, thanks very much, Brad. Cheers. Arj, I can tell from your, your face and your body language you're bis- bitterly disappointed after that defeat this evening. Yeah, very. I think we deserved at least a point out of that. Um, conceded two goals. I think we could have scored two or three ourselves. Um, 
after the, after like the first 20 minutes in the second half, I think we could have scored two or three. I know that it takes the the defeat takes the shine off your goal, but it was a fantastic goal from yourself and the type of person you are. I'm sure that you you've forgotten about that now. And but it, it was a great way to open up your your scoring for the for the Tudors. Yeah. Um, to be fair, just edge of the box. I just thought I'm just gonna let one go. Um, kind of helped me out a bit as well with that first half. Um, yeah. The team had to change it up in the second half they were going quite long and quite direct with the long throws in the first half we had to adapt is that something that you found that we're able to get on top once we did that because it looked like in the second half we came out the better team yeah I think so there was, there was a period of time where there was coming at us wave after wave and I think we dealt with it very well um, especially those first 20 minutes in the second half I think we could have went and got two three goals ourselves um, and then one cross one header two one the characters that we've got in the, in the dressing room, the time that we've all spent together, there are many players in there that hate losing, and I'm sure you're very top of that list. What what will you do now going into Saturday and obviously into training on uh, on Thursday? Yeah, listen, with the, with, the, with the way the group is and the boys are, go and train Thursday, rectify it Saturday, get three points on Saturday. Lastly, the fans travelled uh, few, few in, the, in the numbers behind that goal, certainly in the second half. What's your message to them? They've shown great support over the last three games. And going into Saturday, you know, what's your, what's your message to them? Yeah, they've been excellent. just want to say thank you for coming. I know it's not, it's not a close journey. And, yeah, I hope to see them on Saturday as well. Well, former Yale Town manager Gary Johnson was relieved to get his first win on the board as Torquay United beat Chippenham Town by two goals to one. Uh, there was a quick leveller from Chippenham, but Torquay went on and won the game. Uh, Torquay's manager, Gary Johnson, here, speaking after the game on Tuesday night. Gaffer, what a difference a few days make, and what a difference a result like that makes. It does, certainly uh, <laughs> makes you feel better, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, we, we were obviously very pleased with the, with the goal that we scored. Um, it's unbelievable. You know, Ross ran 50 yards. He passed it and then kept going, and it's great cross and a great header. And then they scored a minute later, and we thought, "Oh my God, here we go again, like sort of thing." But I felt we created a lot more chances than that. Uh, the game was a tactical uh, game, and we didn't want to go gun ho and kamikaze like we were on uh, on Saturday because we'd left ourselves too open, we couldn't risk that again. So we, uh, we changed our shape, as you saw. We want it to be solid, and then win it back in the, on the edge of the final third, and then get in, and that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, it took us to the last 10 minutes, what was it, eight minutes to go, six minutes to go, whatever it was, to get the winner. Um, but again, what a great winner, you know, you. you People have been moaning about bringing subs on, and I've been moaning about the subs. You've got to be coming on and making a difference. And uh, Dylan De Silva uh, did great when he came on, as did the other subs. But you know, it, I'm very, very happy with, with, the, with the result. I'm happy because we had a horrendous performance on Saturday, and we all know that. Um, and so I'm pleased that you know we've given something back to the supporters that were here. That's what I'm really pleased for. You know, they're going home a bit happier than they were Saturday, a lot happier, because uh, the whole stadium went up when we got the, 
what we, when we got the winner and I felt myself, you know, lift off the ground <laughs> um, with the uh, with the scream of you know of the goal. So, and the lads have gone in there. They um, they know they've put in a good shift. We we don't normally do it, but we trained this morning. We wanted to go over the shape. Uh, we trained all day yesterday um, because obviously we had two days to to put a different shape together. Uh, and that's what we did, and everybody to the man, yeah, some of them give it away a few times, and we got to keep the ball a bit longer, but uh, there was no shortage of spirit, in my opinion. So hopefully everybody else saw that, and the uh, uh, crowd was great towards the end when they realised, you know, the others were down to ten men, and all we had to do was raise it, and that's what we did. I think it's fair to say that it was uh, quite a quiet first half, certainly in comparison to the second yeah, half, where things yeah. burst into life very early on. Just talk us about your, your feelings for Ross Marshall. It's been so difficult for him in pre-season. He's been through so much. Been what a run to get on the end of it. I think there was a bit of confusion in the stadium. Some thought it was Jarvis to well, start with. Well, I think the commentator did, didn't he? Um, no, it was a, I mean, it was a fantastic header because it didn't look like he could get that, that much power to get it past the keeper and in the corner. But... He'll tell you, if you want to interview him, you know, we we talk to him and talk to centre-halves about sometimes if it's on, you know, you'll get cover, keep going, keep going. And they've done that, Sean does it sometimes, you know, he's done it in games previously. But um, you could see his determination to get in that in that box and, you know, he hasn't thanked me yet for sorting out his, his eyes <laughs> um, because there was no doubt about he could see that even in the floodlights come, coming over to him and I'm pleased for him because it's, you know, he's had, a, he's had a terrible time and not playing football and worried about his eyesight, he didn't know whether he was going to have his eyesight or not so that's a you know, fantastic end to a little pantomime there of Ross Marshall and his, uh, his story. <laughs> No, that's one player that could be a big player for you this season. Another one is undoubtedly the player that scored the win, Aaron Jarvis. Always nice to get your first goal of the season. And what a time to do it in Gary time. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of, a lot of Gary time, wasn't it? Um, but it was Jarvis time. You know, I say that because he played three quarters of the game with a real dead leg. You know, he took a right knock on the leg and at half time we were... We were saying, you know, how are you? And he wouldn't really answer because he wanted a bit more time to keep, you know, shaking it and moving it. And physios got into him. Um, and he went out there and he played his part second half. You know, he's he's going to have to have a couple of days rest and see how he is. But he he played his part not only with the goal, but he's chasing and running. So uh, him and Ash up front did a lot of running today because they had to cover the ground for the the two centre-halves, every time they got it, they went back to the goalkeeper. Unfortunately, the last couple of games when teams have done that, it, they've caught us out. They've had you know, more numbers forward and then we... It, so we had to sit in sometimes, but when they went, they went. And uh, there was a few occasions when we took it off them on the edge of the final third, as I said, and created opportunities. And we had some great crosses, you know, some great crosses first half and second half. So stop me talking because I'm so happy that uh, I could fly home. Well, finally, Gaff, I'll just ask you one more question. Obviously, you have touched on there's a few sort of walking wounded. Obviously, I'm imagining that that will take up a lot of your thoughts leading up yeah. to Saturday, but it's much easier to go on a, on a away trip when you've got three points in the back. Yeah, it is, and uh, the lads know they've, 
you know, they, they put in the effort, even though some of them couldn't be 100%. You know, you've got Ross Marshall with Cramp because he hasn't played. You, you've got uh, Dan Martin with Cramp because he hasn't played. You had uh, Laps who survived, but he got Cramp. You've got a dead leg in Jarvis. You know, I'm so pleased I'm saying this. You've got Acer, who's had to go to the hospital. With, it might be, you know, like a, uh, well, a bad injury to his uh, ankle. And we had, we had to get through. We had to get through all that. Um, there was some. The, the, the thing with um, the new rules is they're letting a lot of things go, and some of them, you know, it's making for a lot of big tackles. You know, not not. And and so, you know, players are going to get injured under that. Uh, you know, theirs and ours and somebody else's. You know, so you might have to be aware of that. That. Where's the, where's the line of a bad tackle and one with intent, do you know what I mean? And one which is not intent, you know what I mean? I think they have to look at that. And again, I wouldn't be saying it if we'd lost the game, um, but uh, as an excuse. So, but that's how I feel. And while I'm at it, we need five subs. We need five subs, it's ridiculous that we you know, our, our lads, you, you know, they're going down because I know my lads were going down because they hadn't played for a little while and they give us their all. But um, you, you're not going to get through a season with the Devon Cup, the FA Cup, the trophy that, and the league that everybody would, and it's just going to kill the players because the extra time, as you can see, 11 minutes and what was the first half? Three minutes, so 15 minutes extra. You, you add all that up, and uh, it's another four or five games you're playing in the league if you total it all up. All right, now I've got off the old wheels, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm pleased that everybody's gone home happy. So thanks to everybody that turned up. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Brilliant. Enjoy your evening. This is Alex Fisher from the Oval Town Football Club. You're listening to Cy Thayer on Three Valleys Radio. When I first started my business, I was hopeless at paperwork. My system involved bunging everything in a shoebox and sorting it out later, much later. Thank goodness for Chalmers Accountants. They soon put me on the right track. They work with businesses of all sizes, and they really know their stuff. Chalmers will provide you with a one-to-one service with your own personal account manager at one of their three local branches. For expert advice on how to make your business more successful, visit chalmersaccountants.co.uk and book your free initial consultation. At A.J. Wakeley & Sons Family Funeral Directors, we know the importance of compassion and integrity. We also know how unfamiliar decisions can be so difficult at a time of family bereavement. We can provide a steadying influence just when you need it, guiding and helping you make the right decisions to reflect the kind of funeral that your loved one deserves. Visit our website, www.ajwakely.com, for more information or call Clive Wakely on 01935 479913. Well, the Yale Town fixture has been rearranged. It should have been away at Maidstone this weekend, but it's actually at home. And uh, our other games in National League South this weekend Chelmsford are at home against Hallington Waterlooville. Chippenham Town host Tunbridge Angels. Farnborough travel to Dartford. Dover at home against Braintree. Eastbourne Borough host Bath City. 
Weymouth travel to Hamel Hempstead. St Albans are at home against Torquay United. Taunton host Welling. Truro at home against Hampton and Richmond. Western Supermare against Slough. Worthing against Avely. And uh, Yeovletown against Maidstone. And it's uh, ahead of the Yeovletown Maidstone game that we'll be listening to what Mark Cooper and Rhys Murphy had to say ahead of the fixture. Well, Mark, a couple of days later from the dramatic evening at Hewish Park, what's been your reflections since then? I mean, I guess just positivity about the three points. Um, yeah, I think it's three points is key at the moment to to um, to giving us that positive vibe, which we've got we've got to keep going. We have to be better. We know that. Got a lot of new players and. Um, but the longer we keep winning without playing well, um, gives us more confidence. We have to, we've got to keep building. Every day is a, is a chance for us to build and, and get better. And then you spoke about perhaps not firing as you would hope in terms of the attacking play on Tuesday. But the positive was Ollie Thomas came and made such an, an impact. That must be really pleasing for you. Yeah, we spoke a lot to the, the players that haven't started the games. They're just as important. They've got to be ready. Um, so Ollie Thomas came on against St Albans the subs came on against St Albans and made a difference in terms of making sure we kept our, our lead and the subs came on the other night and made sure we got back in the game and one went on to win it and, and they have to be ready when they get opportunities uh, every game there's going to be an opportunity for somebody to, to stake a claim to being in the team and, and Ollie certainly did that the other night As did Jordan Young, he really impacted the game didn't he? Has he been must have been quite difficult to manage. Played a lot of football last season, yeah. perhaps too early for him when he first joined, and now he's had to be patient. Yeah, I think the fact the fact that Youngie hadn't scored a goal or was weighed heavy on his mind, and probably still does, but I've got every faith in him. I think he's a terrific young player, and I think he'd be a big asset for the football club going forward. And you spoke post-match about how you want to play, you want to play with the ball. Is that something you really want the fans to know about you as a coach? Because you didn't really get the opportunity to implement it last season. No, I, um, I always have been really for so many years and had quite a lot of success doing it. So it's not it's not being me being, this is about what we do. And we ha- it's just the way I feel that we can dominate teams with the ball. And we had spells the other night, but when we did go backwards or sideways there, there was negativity that's that's fine but they have to realise that we're trying to wear the opposition out and I could turn around and say well in the last 10 minutes if you look at the Truro team there's a lot of walking and they can't quite cover the distances which lead to us scoring the first goal and the second goal so we are going to continue to try and we are full time we are going to try and continue to dominate the opposition with the ball. We've got loads of work to do, but we will get better. And their manager spoke afterwards about coming to a place like Hewish Park. When those teams do come to a stadium of this quality, they're going to up their game, aren't they? You can see it. You can see their energy. Uh, St Albans, Truro is not going to change. Big crowd, fantastic atmosphere. It's great for a part-time player. They come here. Been to work, been to work maybe in the day, and they turn up and get to play on a nice pitch, great stadium, good good atmosphere. They're going to lift their game. But I spoke at pre-season. We have to deal with that. There's no excuses from us. We have got enough character to deal with that. And so far at home, we've dealt with it. 
And the expectation, as you say, is to, to win every week, but that's not realistic, is it? The three games have all been very close, but you've scored four goals, which is positive. It certainly has to be our aim to win every game. It certainly is our aim to win every game, and that's not going to change. We, we, we certainly don't go out to draw or lose. We want to win every game, as many as we can, and uh, we're going to try and do that. But like, there's variables to football. There's 11 players against you, and there's three officials in this level so it's not always easy How important have your more experienced players been particularly on the pitch when you got into that added time period on, on Tuesday players like Reese Murphy Cooper just keeping the, the, the things ticking over uh, Yeah important but I think it was the young players that came on and changed the game you could come back with that one and say like Ollie Thomas is 18 19 Jordan Young Young uh, Zach Bell Young they came on and give us the energy. So it, it's a mix. It's about the experienced players doing their bit. When we are winning, calming us down. When we're losing, making sure that we've got that energy and impetus to get us back in it. Is that how you envisioned your side would be, a balance between the youth and, and the experience when you were doing your recruitment? Yeah, you can't, have, you can't have too much of one thing and not enough of the other. So that, what the young players always give you is energy. Um, uh, energy, legs desperate to do well and the older boys boys have got that little bit more experience a bit more now so when it's a difficult situation up next Maidstone of course relegated alongside you last season just played a team that's on the rise following promotion do you approach that any differently like I always say we fully respect every team we play against the club directors fans players we fully respect who we're playing against but I really feel that we have to concentrate on us Maidstone have got their strengths. Um, they've got, um, like every team, they've got some big strengths, and we have to, of course, we work on that. But we have to make sure that our identity is really strong, and that um, and we stick to what we're going to do. And we don't want to change too much for anyone. And you get to be at Hewish Park again, another over 3,000 yeah. on a Tuesday night in the National League South. It's quite incredible, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the amount of fans that have turned out to watch us in all three games has been incredible. And um, I think we suspected that that was going to be the case, but to the level it has, I don't think we really thought it would be. And by us winning two home games, we'd probably get a bigger crowd, um, which is what we want. We want to keep keep them coming in and and keep keep getting bigger and bigger crowds because that certainly will spur the players on. When we spoke before about the start of this run of four home games, spoke about the pressure that that might bring on your side. Now you've got the six points. Does that pressure relieve a little bit? Probably gets even more, but we need to thrive on that. I do. We, we need the players to thrive on that pressure and feel as though, listen, we are, we're, we're a big team. We're a big club. We need to thrive. We need to have that arrogance about us and we need to have that real fire in our bellies that if you're going to come here and get a result, you've got to be really good defensively attacking you've got to be really good and you've got to compete against a good team and we've got to have that arrogance about us and just lastly is there any update on, on Morgan Williams or Jordan Stevens will we see them at the weekend Morgan Williams had a dead leg so um, he's had treatment and um, some soft tissue stuff yesterday and today so uh, we'll see how he is tomorrow Jordan Stevens has um, had a scan He's probably not as far ahead as we thought, but we're only talking days rather than weeks. But what we want to do is make sure that 
once he's back, he's fit for the rest of the season and he, we don't lose him again because um, he's going to be a massive player for us. Thanks for your time. Good luck on Thursday. Thank you. Pleasure. No, 80 minutes, um, you were a goal down. Things suddenly changed. Um, Jordan Young came on. I, I don't know if you put it down totally to his involvement, but I mean, it suddenly it just exploded, didn't it? Well, Ollie Thomas, Jordan Young, Zach Bell all came off the bench, and like I say, they gave us that added impetus, that youthful energy. Um, Ollie Thomas was a real handful when he came on. Jordan Young was showed his pace and trickery. So it has to be. It's not just about the starting eleven. It never can be really. You know, it's you know if you're looking to change a game, and you've got to sometimes look to your bench, and and that's what we did. But, you know, you clearly have got a lot of faith in your bench because you're using them. They come on and they, they made a difference on uh, Tuesday night. But um, the crowd was, was another, you know, huge crowd, really, for this sort of level. Mm. Um, you were saying on the radio that, you know, you've got to earn the trust of the fans. That's right. Do you think you'll go in that way now? We only do that by winning games. Yeah. So I think if you look over the last sort of couple, three, four years, that it's just been a constant decline. And, and there's been a real separation, I think, between the players and the, and the crowd, the, the match day experience. And I think what we've got now is we've got a really good match day experience for the fans. And we want to give them something to shout about. But two wins is probably not enough. If we win five or six, I think they'll really get behind us. And that's what we want. And if we do get to that stage, then the crowd's going to get bigger, which is what, what we all want. But I stand by that. You know, it's, I'm not blaming the crowd. Yeah, but we have to earn their trust back that they really go with us and do you know what we've got a team out there that we really believe in and uh, and we're going to back into the hilt and that's what we want to try and earn and you know the team is slowly but surely gelling together you must be pleased that all your new players are settling in well and you know beginning to show themselves yeah we're still a long way sure where, where I need or where, where, where I'd like us to be got lots of work to do uh, again today we go and work and tomorrow um when you have a lot of new players, it can take a while, and yeah, we've got work to do. We're, we're nowhere near the finished article yet, and we have to strive to be a lot better, and that's what we're going to do. Another point you made, I mean, do you feel that you're going to get a lot of late uh, equalisers or winning goals with, with the fitness levels coming into play? I think so. I think when teams come here, they're going to do what they have, and they... <laughs> We need to take it to the wire and, and use our fitness. And like Marcus Stewart said something to the players before the game the other night, that at half-time, patience, it might be the 85th minute. Mm. And, and and we spoke after, and I said it's going to be, a lot of the games will have to be like that because teams are not going to come here and make it easy and risk, you know, a hiding. They're going to come here and, and, and make it difficult, and we have to be ready for that. I mean, do you think you're building on the sort of fortress Jewish Park uh... Um, you know, in, influence on the, on the other teams. It's only a fortress if you make if you win games, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a fortress if you win one, lose one, win one, draw one. It has to be a win, 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 where teams have a real fear factor of coming here, uh, and we need to have that where they they understand that if they're going to come here to get a result, they have to do everything nearly spot on for ninety, hundred minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. And the, and the extra extra um, time, how did you think it worked out on Tuesday night? I think we'll slowly see that start to decrease. It already has. I think it was, what was it, three minutes in the first half? Five minutes? 
that's gone down from nine and eight in the first game. I think you'll slowly see that throughout the football leagues that it'll start to come down because I don't think people will put up with it. But um, when he put five up, I was quite happy because it was it was one one at that time. We scored straight away, and then uh, I wish it had been a bit less. But but no, it, it is what it is, and uh, we just have to deal with that. Did you notice any any sort of uh, slackening off from the players' point of view of the not necessarily the younger players I hate in my head, but the histrionics generally, in which the referees are looking at and saying, "Oh, there's another five minutes," sort of thing. I don't think that'll ha- happen overnight. It'll take time. You know, it's because um, it's happened for so many years. Some people say it's part of the game and game management and all that. You're taught a lot of that is taught and yeah. tactical, but that'll take a long time, I think, to come out of the game. Well, congratulations on the two wins on the trot. Make Thank it you. Three, please, on We're certainly going to try. Keep it going, Mark. Well done. Thank you. First Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday of the season. How much of a headache has that given you ahead of the weekend with the performance of the subs coming on and managing fitness? No, that's great. I mean, it's good. That's what we want. We want a competition for places, firstly. We should be able to deal with a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. We've got, um, we've got a good squad. We've got a strong bench, players that are desperate to play. So uh, the job for me is managing that calmly, making sure everyone feels part of it um, and making sure that that we get enough, the right amount of minutes into the players, the, you know, the more experienced boys that are starting, that we don't overcook them and, and we give them time to recover and also making sure the younger players get enough enough minutes to keep them motivated. Last season, the team struggled to score goals at that end of the pitch. Yeah. Uh, so far, all of them have been at that end of the pitch. How much of a relief was it to see Jake Wannell's header go in to win that game on Tuesday night? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was, it, was, um, it, was a good, it was a lovely moment, wasn't it, for that to go in. And uh, I can remember looking at the Thatcher's end when it went in. And it was... You know, it was great. It was great to see that that moving like it was, and we want more of that. And like I say, we've only just started. We've got to keep building. And there were grumbles in the crowd during the game. How much? How how is it to find that balance of the players inspiring the fans and the fans inspiring the players? I think the players have to inspire the fans, but I think. I think at the minute we feel like if we have seven or eight passes, the next one we have to bash forward because the crowd are... But we need to be patient at times. We need to draw... Like I said, teams are going to come here and put a lot of bodies behind the ball. And if we just bash the ball up to the forwards, they've got more bodies than us there. So we have to try and draw the opposition out for us to create better chances. And that... That will happen up and down the country. You watch, you know, you watch the best teams. You watch Man City last night. They have to be patient. They have to keep playing and keep playing. And eventually, the opposition cave in, and they can't keep covering those gaps. So we will continue to try and do that. We don't want to bore the pants off everyone, but we want to try and be a bit more controlled, which I think will lead to us having better chances. Uh, each game has been quite different this season. First won this week against a team that came down with us. Is that easier to prepare for, or are they all the same, really, in terms of preparation? Yeah, they're, they're all the same. We fought, Like I said, we fully respect George, the manager, the players, the fans, the, the directors. We respect that. It's been a good, 
It's a good club, and uh, but we just want to win. We want to get three points. We want to send our fans home happy, and uh, and put another three points on the board. Good luck this weekend, Mark. Thank you very much. Well, Reese, nice to see you again. First of all, how's it feel being back in in green and white? Settled right back in? Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Um, everyone's been brilliant with me. Uh, so settled. Right back in, no, it was never away almost. So yeah, really, really good to be back. And I know you've had a tough couple of seasons before you've returned to Hewish Park, but fitness-wise, the past few matches you looked really sharp. How was your pre-season? It seems to be really positive. Yeah, really good. It was like I said, a tough couple of years. Um, worked hard in the off-season. Uh, the end of last season, come at a good time for me, really personally. Um, allowed me some time to get my body right and in a good place, and and come back. Uh, in good condition to work hard for pre-season so that was important um, and then yeah pre-season I think everyone worked well um, so yeah feeling in a really good place right now. And it seems a really positive vibe around the whole club but Tuesday that was a, a dramatic win and I uh, spoke to Jake Wannell afterwards and he said you told him they're the best wins if you don't play your best but you get the three points. Yeah I mean I haven't watched the game back but on reflection I think I don't think it was a bad performance. I think we controlled the game for large spells, um, and to to keep going to the to the final few minutes, yeah, to to win the game like that is definitely what a feeling. But um, you wouldn't want to win too many games like that. But <laughs> if that's what it takes, then it's it's definitely a good feeling to know that you're never beaten. Um, so I, I mean, I thought you was gonna, I told Jake he should have squared the header instead of, <laughs> instead of score himself. I thought he was going to tell me that, but uh, he took his he took his goal well, um, as did Ollie. Two great finishes, but more importantly, uh, a win like that. I think it shows everybody at the club that this this is now in a different place. Um, maybe before we we might have lost that game. So it was a a really good win, great for confidence, um, and yeah, not not the best performance, but certainly not the worst. And I think. Uh, the large spells that we controlled the game showed uh, at the end. I think Truro were on their feet, so we managed to capitalise. And a lot is said about Yeovil being one of the favourites for, for promotion, but do you have to credit the opposition as well? Because they had a game plan, and particularly in that first half, they executed it well, didn't they? Yeah, they made it tough. I think a lot of teams will come, especially here, uh, and, and make it tough to, for us to, to play. I mean, <laughs> no one's going to come here and say, come, come and beat us. Uh, so it's up to us to... Uh, to win the game um, and sometimes that can take 95 minutes um, but using the board of managers getting, uh, constantly working with us um, how we want to play how we want to implement our game um, and I think from the first two games I think we did that better um, I think we controlled the game better with the ball um, so it's, it's, it's a constant process of improving um, it's not where we want to be at yet but on the flip side we've won a game of football not at our best and that's definitely uh, a good feeling. And in terms of, of you personally, you've already got off, off the mark in, in this season, is there something about scoring at this place, that was your 36th goal in green and white? Yeah, I love it, I love scoring goals, um, I'm sure you ask anybody that question, what a feeling, um, I'm sure Ollie and, and Jake both enjoyed their goals um, the other night, I mean I certainly did and I didn't score them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I love scoring goals. As a forward, that's one of your main main jobs, and I'll I'll continue to do that uh, for as long as I'm here, and hopefully it is is a is a long time and many more goals to come. Uh, but yeah, the the sound of the fans. I mean, the other night it was just a brilliant, brilliant experience. So yeah, it's one that I'll, I'll never get bored of. 
And the manager spoke about the competition for places, particularly up front, considering what happened last season, it's quite amazing. But how is it for you sort of working with a young player like Ollie Thomas at the start of his career? Yeah, um, yeah you realise you're one of the older boys now. It's, <laughs> it, it comes across quick, but um, you just try and help them with your, your own experiences. Um, Ollie's obviously a young, talented player, so it's not a case of... I'll be there telling him what he must do and, and, and things like this. He, he's a, a bright, intelligent young man um, who clearly has an understanding of the game, which is why he's at Bristol City. But if there's any ways that I can help through past experiences or anything like that, then I'll be happy to do so. But the competition is, is definitely good. No one can rest on their laurels, and it's what's going to bring the best performances out of everybody, whether that's up front, in goal or, or, or whatever. And it's been three close games, hasn't it? Do you feel like the relationships between you and the other strikers and the rest of the team, they're growing game on game? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot of new faces through the door um, in the summer and that takes time uh, to become a cohesive unit, um, to gel together and obviously uh, implement uh, the manager's uh, style of play. So that, that does take time, but we're working tirelessly at it on the, on the training pitch. He's constantly giving us the tools that we need to, to win football matches. Um, but, like I say, it does take time. But I think game on game, we are showing signs of improvement, uh, which is promising. And like I said, yeah, all right, it wasn't, wasn't the best performance. But again, I say it wasn't the worst, and it's, it's progress, and, and we've won the game. So when things do start clicking, then, then that's, that gives us real confidence. And it is a bit of a, a cliche, but that momentum scoring in added time, that really takes you forward for, for another home game on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Momentum is so huge in football. I mean, it's just those little changes, isn't it? Yeah couple of minutes can be the difference between two two losses and now it's two wins so two and three and six points on the board if you take that into the next game the confidence after the game to like I say to to know you're never beaten you take that into each game and it's a good feeling it's a, it's a place where you want to be where you're unbeaten in four five six ten games and uh, it breeds confidence and it breeds results. It also makes other teams look at you, and they don't want to—they don't want to play you. So it, it, it's twofold. So long may it continue. And up next, Maidstone, who obviously came down with Yeovil last season. You've just played a team that are on momentum themselves from getting promoted. Do you approach that any differently? Um, yeah, Maidstone will cause their, have their pose their own their own threats, their own problems. Um, I don't think we want to be a team that's too reactive to the teams we're playing this year each team will merit respect and we'll give them that whoever we're playing but there's also an element of uh, we're Yeovil Town and we play the way we want to play of course different games cause different problems but there'll be a style and uh, a way we play that's implemented throughout the season we want to we want to focus on what we're good at um, and then you might tweak a few bits to each team but um, it's definitely a focus on what we're doing as well. And on that, are you enjoying the style of play that Mark Cooper has implementing? It's, it's a, an attractive style of play. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, uh, I definitely think it's something that the fans will enjoy. Um, there's something they can get behind. Uh, I can't imagine any fans across the country wouldn't want to see watch a team with more possession, more chances created. Um, so uh, we want to win games, but if you can do it in a, a stylish way as well, then, then that's great. And it's, it's not going to happen every week where the, the performance is perfect. We know that, but um, if we can get that right more often than not, then I think it will be good for the fans this year. Thanks for your time and good luck today. Cheers, thank you. Good to see you again. Bruce, um, for a lot of the players in this side, it's, it's a new division. 
they've not played in this before. Do you think the team as a whole is beginning to, you know, get to grips with this style of play and the, the uh, opposition? Because you know, obviously it's a it's a step down, but it, it ought to be easier for you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think football works like that, to be honest. Uh, obviously, yes, it's a it's a step down, but no team's going to come here and say, oh, because it's the national league and you're the you were in the national league last season, we're going to let you win or, or anything like that. Every every team is going to try and win three points, regardless of whether you're in the Premier League or the National League South on on Saturday. So you must earn the right to play every, every single week, um, and that can be harder the, the lower you go down. Um, less and less respect is shown so you have to earn it um, so I think it's just a case of yes maybe there are some bedding in periods for people but it's it's not a case of we thought we were better than the league or anything like that it's, it's getting to grips with new teams new players but regardless of the league we, we want to win every game we're playing in so uh, that, that's the aim every week Mark seems to have sold on three strikers do you prefer that to two, or, or I mean, how, how have you adapted to it? Um, I don't mind, so long as I'm one of the strikers that's playing. <laughs> um, no, I think it's important that we've got plan A, plan B uh, this year, so I think we've already shown in uh, the first few games that the manager's very capable of change, uh, changing things and tweaking things. When From the side, he sees that something's not quite right or something would be uh, working better if, if he tweaks it, and we've shown we're able to do that. So... That's definitely a powerful tool to have in your armoury. Um, it makes it harder for the opposition. Um, and it's good to know that if things aren't working for us, that we, we can change from within or we've got people coming in off the bench like we did the other night that can impact the game. I mean, do you feel as, as a three it's, it's working? I mean, are you disappointed with the return so far? No, I mean, <laughs> we've we've won two out of three games. We've <coughs> scored in two, two, of the three, two of the three games as well. Multiple, what's it? Four goals, is it? So, yeah, yeah I'd say we've started off okay pre-season as well. There was plenty of goals, so I think there's uh, some good signs. Um, lots to be working on. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, we've done our job with three games in. Um, the aim is to score every game we play in uh, more than the other side. So it's like I say, so it's a work in progress and, and something we're continuing to, to work hard at. Crowds have been amazing so far. The two home games. I mean, that must be a huge bonus to you. Yeah, massive. Um, you can't, you can't under, you can't under, underestimate the the impact that they have. Um, I think was it we, we had the biggest support by over a thousand fans at the on Tuesday night. I think the same at the weekend, and that, that that's huge. We we appreciate the the fans coming out and. Um, coming to support the team. I know that the the chairman's done a lot of work around the ground and there's a lot of ho more hospitality for the fans from before the game. So hopefully they appreciate that and they're enjoying their experience more. But ultimately it's what happens on the pitch. So the, the performances and the results is what they're going to keep coming back for. So it's our job to make sure that they do. But uh, yeah, the support that they've shown and uh, the support down at Hemel was unbelievable. Um, the noise they're making it, it is great. And... Um, it might sound a bit cheesy, but they're, they're willing you to score that 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 last-minute winner on Tuesday night. It it, it definitely helps. I'm, I'm sure the Truro players felt it as well. So long may it continue. Um, we thank them for 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 coming, um, and we know we understand it's our job to make sure that they keep coming back. And do you feel generally that the, the whole team is is beginning to gel now? You know, every game it gets that a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, it's a work in progress. You can ask me on the last game of the season. 
have we gelled yet? And I'll tell you, yes, we were, we're a work in progress still. Yeah. So um, all of us, whether we're 35 or 16, we all want to improve, we all want to get better. That's the aim. The manager won't allow us to, to not come in and, and improve. So um, we, we're all going to be working hard, striving hard to make sure the next game we're better than the last. And, and it's three points that we're putting on the board. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Loads of goals. So. <laughs> That's the plan. Rhys, you joined Yeovil twice following relegations for the club. How does this return differ to when you first joined? Uh, I think the feel around the place. Um, coming and signing after the back of a relegation and have, having so much positivity around the place, um, which is obviously led by the chairman and, and the manager. Like I said, when I come and when I come and uh, sign here, I met I met them both only for a short period, but they're infectious with what they want to do here. Um, and I think you get everybody around the club buying into that, and the momentum just take takes care of itself. All those little bits around the stadium, the work, making sure everyone's looked after, and making sure everything's being done right. Um, I think it, it just sets the tone. Um, and then obviously. The, the playing staff, they all come here because they want to be part of a, a big club and a, a successful period for the club. So we're all pushing in the right direction, but it's, it's definitely it's a real good feel around the place at the moment. And a few months ago, you and Jake Hyde both scored goals for Southend against Yeovil. Back then, could you imagine that you would have both been here playing for Yeovil? What was that journey like? <laughs> yeah, it's a, obviously it's a... It's a uh, change of events and you can never say never in football can you so uh, I mean like I said at the moment um, it was an option to come back here it was it was an easy decision for me um, Jake I'm, <laughs> yeah it, it's just one of them things in football scoring against Yeovil a few months ago but we're both delighted to be here I mean I, I know I know Jake's enjoying his time here as well he settled in really well um, and it's good that we're both scoring goals now for, for Yeovil um, so long may that continue and have you been surprised how many minutes you've been able to be on the pitch? I know you, you said you've worked hard on your fitness over the summer, but you know, you're 100 minutes last weekend with a stoppage time and then another lengthy game today and you've, you've been a part of a lot of it. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Uh, like I said, um, the off-season come at a good time for me personally, so uh, it was a case of as you get older, you, you realise that it's what I want to play football. I'm in a very privileged position to be able to play football, so... Um, you have to work hard to, to maintain fitness levels and obviously coming off the back of some injuries, it, it needed to be done. So um, it's, it's not a surprise, but it's definitely a nice position to be in after um, some, some time away from the pitch due to, to injury. It's nice to be back fully fit and able to contribute to the team and, and towards wins. And we've had three quite different games hmm. to start the season. With your experience at this level and above, are you sort of helping the players go through these challenges and you know sort of making them aware you know each game is going to be different and it's not going to be a walk in the park uh, yeah I mean like say as you do get older it's it's, it's as and when the, you've, the the team needs you really to, to, to touch on those past experiences um, we've got a really good management team in place that do a lot of the work um, implementing what we want to do and how we're going to approach each game but if individual players need to speak to you it might not even be something so big where they're pulling you to one side it might just be discussions and training and if you can just give little bits of wisdom or you think it's wisdom at the time but yeah just 
it's, it's important to, to help the young guys that that uh, when you was a, a young guy yourself. But like I say, we've got a, re a really good, talented group of players here. It's not where they're all looking to the older players for guidance. These these younger players, they're they're confident young guys and they're very capable too. So. Um, it's, it's an environment where everyone can learn off, off each other. It's not because someone's uh, more advanced in age that, that they're the leader. It can come from anything. I mean, Ollie Thomas uh, making it 1-1 the other night, that, that's leadership. That's grabbing the game by the horns. Charlie Cooper in the middle of the pitch, constantly <clears throat> making sure the team's playing football, even when there's not much time left, keeping a calm head and the pass-through for Ollie. Uh, that's leadership, you know. Um, so yeah, it comes in all shapes and sizes. So we've got a, good, a really good group here. And last one from me, uh, Jake Hyde obviously wants to score as many goals as he can. Have you set yourself a target for this season? How many goals do you want to get? Yeah, I've set myself a target. Um, I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But I think every striker they want to score in every game they're playing. So um, that, that's that's the aim every every week. You don't ever come enter a game thinking, oh no, yeah, don't fancy scoring today. So. Um, yeah, as many as, as we can, and luckily we're, we're playing in a team that's going to create a lot of chances this season, so there's going to be uh, plenty of opportunities for goals. Okay. Good luck for weekend. Cheers, thank you very much. Well, that's remarkably all I've got time for, over an hour. We managed to squeeze a good hour show in, which uh, I am most pleased with. It's been quite tough to get the material over the last couple of weeks, but now the season's in full swing, there's plenty to find uh, to give you. Uh, I'll be back on Monday with a look back at the weekend's fixtures. I'll have scouts all around the countryside to give me help to tell me what's gone on and where. And uh, until then, that's all from me. Bye-bye.